In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. I'd like to welcome you all to our Perseverance Family Conversation. And as always, it's great to be with all of you. And as always, we'd like to start off our conversation by inviting Mary to be with us. Mary has many wonderful titles. Mary is the Mother of God. Mary is the Mother of the Church. Mary is the Mother of each and every one of us. Also, when we pray the Hail Holy Queen, we invoke Mary as our life, our sweetness, and our hope. So let's... uh, Invite Mary to be with us, to pray with us, to pray for us, and to help us to live out this Lent in the most fruitful way possible. So let's uh, start by praying the prayer that Mary loves most. And that prayer is the Hail Mary. Together. Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy Jesus. Holy Mary. Mother of God. Pray for our sinners. Now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now let's turn to our spiritual director. Our spiritual director is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit has many wonderful titles. Holy Spirit is known as the Paraclete, it's also known as the sweet guest of the soul. It's also known as the interior master. It's also known as the our counselor, as well as our consoler. Holy Spirit is also known as the sanctifier. Today the gospel of Jesus says, be holy as your heavenly Father is holy. This universal call to holiness. So let's um, humbly beg the Holy Spirit to help us out. Holy Spirit, to lighten our minds, to enlighten our minds and to set our hearts on fire with divine love. <clears throat> As we pray, the classical prayer to the Holy Spirit. Together. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your faithful 
and enkindle within us the fire of your divine love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created. Thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who did instruct the hearts of your faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us that by the same Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Ignatius, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us. St. Gabriel, pray for us. St. Raphael, pray for us. St. Maria Faustina Kowalska, pray for us. All God's angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. How true, my friends, the family that prays together stays together. A, A world at prayer is a world at peace. So, my friends, after having prayed with you, I will be praying for you. Now, pray for you in the greatest of all prayers. And that prayer is the greatest of all prayers, is the holy sacrifice of the Mass. So we can place you on the altar. in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass and offer various intentions for you. First, I'd like to pray that all of us would be open to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. This could be our prayer today. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come through the heart of Mary. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come through the heart of Mary. My next intention, I'd like to pray for all of you and your families. For Asusena Sanchez, for her healing and her family. But also especially to pray for the conversion, the conversion, the sanctification, 
and the salvation than the salvation of our all of our family members. Jesus says, What does it profit a man to gain the whole world if he loses his soul? So let's pray for the conversion of our family members that are walking away from God. My next intention, as always, with all of you, is to pray. To pray in a special way for Those will be dying. Those will be dying sometime today that they would die in God's friendship. And that also we, when God calls us from this life to the next, we also will have the grace of all graces. The grace of all graces is, my friends, to die in the state of grace so that we'll be saved. Next, my friends, let's enter our topic. Every Saturday, my friends, is a day we dedicate ourselves to God through Mary's intercession. Mary is our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Our Mary reflection today will be the following. Where Mary, the statue presents Mary as undoer of knots. Mary, undoer of knots. Well, Mary with us today. As you see in the statue. And Mary Endure of Knots is a wonderful, wonderful devotion. Pope Francis has great devotion to this. You can see that Mary has a, it's like a string or a thread or a rope. And there's a knot in it and Mary is undoing that knot. So in this season of Lent, we all have these knots that we are struggling with. These knots that we're struggling with. Let's turn to Mary and ask Mary to help us to untie these knots. What might be some of these knots that we're struggling with? 
One knot might be a problem we have in our family. Most likely all of you have some family member that's causing you consternation, causing you trouble, causing you fears, causing you suffering. Most possibly you have a family member, son or daughter, that has decided to no longer practice his or her faith. They, or this daughter was, or son was baptized, communion, confirmation, but has made a decision to walk away from God, to walk away from the church. Why not turn to Mary and ask Mary to help this son or daughter to see their wrong decision and to come back, like in the story of the prodigal son. like in the story of the prodigal son. Might be another problem. None of us are getting younger, are we? It might be some type of health problem we're struggling with. Maybe we went to the doctor, we, the doctor gave us news that we didn't want to hear. We're possibly worrying about the future, what's going to happen. Why not place this, this knot in Mary's hands? One of the best modern examples is in the life of Father Patrick Payton. Maybe you saw the movie Pray, Pray, Pray. Father Patrick Payton was in Notre Dame studying, preparing to become a priest of the Holy Cross. He got very sick. And his health went from bad to worse. He had pulmonary problems, difficulty in breathing. And he arrived at a point where it was a critical moment in his life where he had to make a decision. Either to undergo a painful operation where they'd have to open up his chest And perhaps the operation would not be successful. We're talking about 70 years ago. 
The other option was to pray. Peyton, who was not a priest yet, but preparing to be a priest, he made this decision. I'll forego the operation and I'll decide to pray. So he turned to Blessed Mother and said, you can help me to resolve this problem. Now I'll dedicate my life to pray, to praying the rosary, but preaching the rosary. Not long after that, he felt as if a gentle hand was moving over his chest. And next time he went for a test, the doctors did x-rays and they witnessed a miracle. Peyton's chest that was filled with with problems, that chest was totally cleared. And Peyton said that he experienced, he experienced some, it's like a gentle hand was moving over his chest. And he really believed that it was the Blessed Virgin Mary. A gentle hand was moving over his chest. And it was the Blessed Virgin Mary that she healed him. So as a result of that, Father Patrick Payton was ordained a priest and he became known as the Rosary Priest. One of his accomplishments was that he went to Hollywood. There was what is called a family theater. And he decided to get people to pray the rosary. Get people to pray the rosary. That he would make a movie on the rosary. Make a movie on the rosary. So what did he do? He got some 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 famous actors, many were Catholic, and they filmed the Joyful Mysteries, the Sorrowful Mysteries, and the Glorious Mysteries. If you have not seen The Mysteries of the Rose or Father Patrick Payton, I would strongly encourage you to see it. EWTN, they have presented 
in the midst of the rosary, usually one at a time, which lasts about 22 minutes. The second great accomplishment of Father Patrick Payton was his preaching crusades. His preaching crusades. He would go all over the world. Preaching to huge numbers of people. And the essence of his preaching would be in the rosary. He would always be preaching the, the family that prays together stays together. And a world at prayer is a world at peace. A world at prayer is a world at peace. In the the 1970s, he went to the Philippines. And there in Manila, he preached to three million people. That perhaps was the biggest congregation of people in the history of the world. It was to honor the Blessed Virgin Mary. John Paul II would come 20 years later and the number would be, would be doubled, but Father Patrick Payton was able to round up 3 million people. And he said, the family that prays together stays together. A world at prayer is a world at peace. Referring to Manila, I was talking to my dentist the other day. And he said that he was married in 1986. February 22nd. That was a rebellion of the soldiers. They're going to kill these innocent people. And as the soldiers were about to shoot, the soldiers saw in the air the Blessed Virgin Mary. They put down their guns and there was no bloodshed. That was because of the manifestation and the presence of Our Lady of the Rosary. So my friends, We all have knots to untie. Our Lady Undoer of Knots can help us out. I'd like to mention one more knot. And And I'm not getting tired of talking about Our Lady of Knots. I will, I will not get tired about talking about a lady of knots. And it's this. This is more personal and profound and intimate. 
But this has to be said. In this time of Lent, which is a time of conversion, time of Lent, which is a time of conversion, we all have to encounter our own devils. We all have to encounter our own moral knots that we're trying to overcome. In my spiritual exercises program, this week the people are meditating upon the seven capital sins. Perhaps we have to look at one of these moral knots that we all have. These moral knots that we all have. And see if we can overcome these moral knots through the intercession of Our Lady, Undoer of Knots. Perhaps it is the knot, the moral knot, of gluttony. We have to try to ask Mary to help us to attain the virtue of temperance. Or it might be the moral knot of lust. Well, we want to turn to Mary, to her most pure and immaculate heart, and beg her for the grace to obtain the virtue of purity. Or it might be the moral knot of avarice. We're still attached to many things. <clears throat> we allow our possessions to possess us. So we want to be practicing, instead of giving in to avarice or greed, but Mary to give us the spirit of generosity. As St. Paul says, there's more joy in giving than in receiving. But we have to learn to give until it hurts. There's more joy in giving than in receiving. We have to learn to give until it hurts. Or maybe we're, we're dominated by sloth, which also means laziness. We lack motivation. We have a certain inertia in our spiritual lives. Perhaps we can be praying for what is called A spirit of, of diligence, being motivated to carry out 
our obligation to carry our crosses bravely, courageously, perseveringly. And perhaps we're, we're struggling with with jealousy or envy. With jealousy or envy. Is that we feel sad because someone has something we don't have. We feel sad. We tend to compare ourselves to others. Comparisons are odious, the spiritual masters say. The opposite. The virtue we want ask Mary to untie that knot would be that of admiration and gratitude. We honestly admire the many gifts that God has given to many people. The many gifts that God has given to many people. And also cultivate an attitude of gratitude. To cultivate an attitude of gratitude. And as St. Paul says, rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep. And with the psalmist, give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. Perhaps we're dominated by the spirit of anger and impatience. Anger and impatience are almost twin sisters. We want to be praying for patience and meekness. Patience and meekness. Patience with God. Patience with others. Patience with ourselves. And perhaps this prayer in honor of the sacred heart of Jesus can be helpful. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make my heart like unto yours. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make my heart like unto yours. My friends, we're talking today honoring Our Lady Undoer of Knots. 
we're talking about undoing the, the moral knots in our lives. Making reference to the capital sins that we're meditating upon this week in the spiritual exercises program. We've arrived at the last. And the last, the last would be that of pride. Pride is a disordered love for self. A disordered love for self. We want to be first. And as Adrian Rogers says, it's not theology, it's meology. The egotistic trinity, not the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, but me, myself, and I. That's called the egotistic trinity. So my friends, let's turn to Mary and ask Mary. Let's ask Mary for the grace. To be able to undo our knots. Let's ask Mary to help us to undo the knot. I've mentioned three knots today. A difficult knot that's present in our families. Especially we have one family member, and maybe more, that has walked away from God. Let's ask Mary to undo that knot. That this son or daughter that's walked away from God would return like the prodigal son. Like the prodigal son. The second would be some type of Perhaps physical health issue. Let's trust God. As God healed Father Patrick Payton, his pulmonary problem through Mary's prayers, he could become one of the greatest modern Marian saints dedicated to preaching the rosary. We can ask through Mary's prayers to be healed of our physical infirmities, our psychological infirmities, and our moral infirmities. 
We can turn to Mary. We can turn to Mary. And ask Mary for her prayers. To help us overcome our moral knots, our moral knots, our sins. So that we will not be dominated by gluttony, but to practice temperance. No, not be dominated by lust, but practice chastity. We'll not be dominated by avarice or greed, but recognize there's more joy in giving than receiving. We will not be dominated by <coughs> sloth or laziness, but Be diligent. We would not be dominated by envy and jealousy, but we would admire God's gifts in others and to cultivate an attitude of gratitude, as the psalmist says, give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. We would not be dominated by anger and impatience. But rather, we practice patience and meekness. Perhaps this is going to be a prayer we say during the course of Lent. Jesus, meek and humble of heart. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make my heart like unto yours. Finally, that we would not be dominated, my friends, by pride. And as Alondra has posted, egocentrical, me, myself, and I. I call that the egotistic trinity, me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. But rather that we would be humble. We'd be humble. And recognize that all the good that we have, all the good we have, all the good we can do. Come from God. God is the origin origin and the author of all good gifts. So my friend, I'd like to, um, to spend a few minutes on the gospel for today. The gospel for today is taken from the Sermon on the Mount. 
Matthew chapter 5, verse 43 to 48. And Jesus presents us with something that was radically different from the Old Testament. If you read through the Sermon on the Mount, we see that Jesus does not obliterate the Old Testament, but he perfects it. He brings it to greater perfection. So Jesus, referring to the Old Testament, said that you've heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. The Old Testament was basically the law of Talon, which means eye for eye and tooth for tooth. Eye for eye and tooth for tooth. In other words, the strict law of justice. What you do to me, I have a right to do back to you. Jesus is going to go beyond mere justice. And insist a lot upon the importance of mercy. What is mercy? Mercy is the love of God forgiving the sinner. So Jesus said, as of old, you, you heard it said, love your neighbor, hate your enemy. But I say to you, Jesus says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So that you might be children of your Father in heaven. Jesus says he makes the sun rise on the good and bad as well. And Jesus says if you, if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same. And Jesus says, if you greet your brothers and sisters only, what's unusual about that? Do not the do not the pagans even do that? Even pagans, they greet each other. Big deal. Then Jesus ends in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48, with a real challenge for us. And this can be our challenge challenge for this season of Lent. 
Jesus said, You ready now? Jesus says, Be holy. Be holy as your heavenly Father is holy. That is Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. Be holy. Be holy as your heavenly Father is holy. Be holy as your heavenly Father is holy. My friends, that is the gospel, the good news for today. We're called, my friends, we're called, my friends, to live out the gospel, especially living out love. And one dimension of love, my friends, is that of mercy. As said earlier, mercy is the love of God forgiving the sinner. I think, my friends, the key with respect to practicing mercy and forgiveness is we have to rely upon God's grace. Because we can't do it without God's grace. Remember the words of Jesus on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them because they do not know what they're doing. But then, my friends, earlier this Lent, one of the Gospels, one of the Gospels was also taken from the Sermon on the Mount. It's the Our Father. In the Our Father, my friends, we there are seven petitions. One of the petitions, one of the petitions in the Our Father is forgive us Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So we want to beg for the grace and when someone hurts us and it's going to happen often in the context of our families when someone hurts us Then we should not 
seek revenge, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. That's revenge. God doesn't want revenge. When someone hurts us, then we should try to forgive. I don't like that cliche, forgive and forget. We really cannot always forget. We can't do that. I don't, I don't agree with that. Forgive and forget. But we do have to forgive. We have to beg for the grace. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We have to be beggars before God to beg for the grace. But also Jesus says, be merciful as your heavenly Father is merciful. We want to, if we want to receive mercy, then we have to give mercy. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. If we want to receive mercy, then we have to give mercy. As Jesus says, be merciful as your heavenly Father is merciful. So my friends, going back going back to our initial topic, Our Lady on Door of Knots, you have a, an image of Our Lady on Door of Knots before you, looking at you with love. It might be that some of us in our perseverance family it might be that some of us are, are struggling we're struggling with mercy we're struggling with forgiveness We're struggling with mercy. We're struggling with forgiveness. You're strugg- we're struggling with mercy. We're struggling with forgiveness. Let's beg for the grace. Let's turn to Mary on Door of Knots, so we see before us. Beautiful statue, isn't it? Let's ask Mary on Door of Knots to help us to undo our moral, our spiritual knots this holy season of Lent. And one of these knots one of these knots, my friends could be 
that we're still clinging, holding on to some type of resentment in our lives. Someone has hurt us in the past and we're not really willing to forgive and to relinquish that hurt. So I'd like to invite all of you in our Perseverance family to share our message today. To share the message we have today of mercy, forgiveness, forgiving our enemies, even praying for those who persecute us. That we'll be, that we'll be sons of our Heavenly Father. And may Our Lady on Door of Knots help us to undo this knot or knots so that we can experience we can experience we can experience the freedom of the sons and daughters of God and I'll give you a blessing in honor of a lady undo of knots the Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. May God bless you.